Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello everyone, Poker and Politics here. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about how Q is terrible at their job, as they always have been. And I'm also going to be bringing up two Q drops that show how Q tailors their message to their audience. How Q does not want to offend his fan base because their feelings are more important than anything Q says. Because he knows his popularity is entirely built upon making the people that follow him happy. And if they're not happy, they stop listening to him. And that's what makes him powerful, is having people believe in him. Anyhow, first of all, I need to do a couple shout-outs. I'm very thankful to everyone who's contributing to my Patreon again. Uh, Patreon slash Poker Politics, blah, blah, blah. Help me get out of the COVID mines, all that good stuff. And if... I'm not worthy of your cold hard cash, which I probably shouldn't be. Uh, definitely donate to love146.org, who are actually fighting child trafficking and actually doing the work that QAnon claims to be doing. So first of all, thank you, Devin, for taking care of me. And thank you for my crippling unprofessionalism and leaving my phone on this wicked ring. But again, thank you, Devin. And on top of that, uh, thank you, Nick from Delaware, for tipping your dealers. So thank you guys. Appreciate that. I had a bunch of people donate and I've asked them for shout out names and I will get to that as soon as I receive those names. Thank you all so very much. Now, um, first of all, we are now under 40 days away from the most important election in the history of the universe and still don't have any evidence that Q's right about anything. Still don't have the cabal-led media admitting that they are a bunch of treasonous, Satan-worshipping pederists. Still don't have anything going the way it needs to be going to make sure that Donald Trump wins this election and that we do not install the Antichrist's chosen uh, candidate, Joe Biden, literal Satan incarnate, into the White House, into the presidency. All the polling shows Biden's running away with this thing. I understand the fear. I understand the terror that people are feeling right now. 
And that is what the Republicans want. They want to tell you that your vote doesn't matter. They want to tell you to be scared, to be worried, that we're just going to steal it, that you are powerless. They are lying. Democracy is awesome. We all get to run out, check a box on a piece of paper, and stuff changes, and we fix things. And if that doesn't happen on November 3rd and November 4th, we take to the streets, and it gets real fun. We'll see. But again, I'm going to believe naively, doe-eyedly, just fell off the turnip truck, and before I even dusted myself off, I walked into a polling place and voted for Joe Biden. That's how ignorantly naive and just stupid I am. But I am going to, until November 3rd, believe that I am living in a democracy. On November 3rd, I might find out, oh, fascist dictatorship, tough shit, damn, sucks. Or, November 3rd, I could find out that we're going to see if we're going to have a debate, a conversation, a little chat about democracy or fascist dictatorship. Might have a little push and pull, a negotiation on that issue. And we'll see. We'll find out how it goes. But until then... Don't worry. Don't despair. Do not get upset. This is all they want. This is what they're doing. This is the pufferfish strategy. They're just trying to scare you. So uh, fight, fight, fight. Donate if you can. Donate to Senate candidates. Do what you can. Put in the work. But anyways, this election, you would think the Q would lay it all on the table. Make it clear to the American people. God, Satan, Trump, Biden. That this would be something where we as an electorate are informed. And it's funny because I have been uh, talking to Rick Grimes slash Negan of uh, Q promoting uh, fame. And uh, Mr. Walking Dead guy, he was very coy about things. He was uh, he refused to acknowledge that the Hillary face carving video existed on Wiener's laptop. Um and he, when I asked what Sidney Powell was talking about, he's like, oh, I don't know. And I asked him about the truth about Haiti. And he was like, oh, the wheels of justice grind slow. You know how it is. But again, all of this information. And it was and all this information needs to come out in order to make people have an informed choice. And he then gave me the whole nonsense about how we would all just kill ourselves or freak out or scream and yell and cry if we knew the terrible truth and we got to do that slow boil, got to gotta warm people up to the Hillary face carving video. Cause if we don't warm them up, Oh no, everything will just go to hell. So he did that with me and we agreed to disagree as it were. Cause uh, QAnon debunker versus QAnon supporter, probably not going to find a lot of common ground. Although he did admit to enjoying garbage. So Shirley Manson, the, the bridge, the bridge that unifies uh, and I, I asked him politely to uh, play only happier when it rains, uh, when I am walking up the scaffold and going to take the drop as the uh, traitorous pedophile that I obviously am. Uh, but without knowledge of what Biden has done, the American people might elect him president. And then what happens? Then the world ends. Then we all die. Then the Antichrist rises up. I mean, this is the, the annihilation of the world. The cabal triumphs. And you would think that given the current state of play, that, again, maybe the mainstream media is totally wrong about this. Maybe Biden doesn't have a 10-point national lead. Maybe he isn't ahead above the margin of error in all the important states he needs to win. And winning states he doesn't need to win on top of that to make this a landslide for the cabal. 
you would think that maybe we would show people the slaughter pens in Haiti with the giant 50 feet, 50 foot tall statues of Moloch. Maybe we would release the evidence on Anthony Weiner's laptop. Maybe we would indict Hillary Clinton for her crimes with the Clinton Foundation. Maybe we would indict Joe Biden for whatever he did with Burisma and the Ukraine and China, whatever. That maybe exposing these criminals for being criminals who are monsters and are doing bad things, maybe we would, I don't know, get the ball rolling on actually making sure the bad guys don't win. Because this is it. I mean, Q has, Q themselves said it, that everything's on the line here. That if, uh, if we lose, we're, we're ruined. We are ruined. If, uh, if this goes down the way it goes down, then um, just really, really, really bad things are going to happen. And America will fall. And we're, we're, we're in a lot of trouble. So, I mean, this is the ultimate battle of good and evil. And uh, you would think that with that pressure, with that concern, with that worry, that you gotta you gotta get out in front of everything. You gotta get in front of, out in front of all of it, or else, oops, this whole for, this whole QAnon thing, this whole attempt by the patriots to write things, to fix things, uh, will be for naught. That uh, that we're gonna be enslaved by Moloch-worshipping baby butchers that are going to enjoy ruining us and destroying our nation and creating the one-world government and doing all of that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just... It's just really obvious and it's really evident that this is the situation where you got to throw the kitchen sink at them. And if a few people go crazy because they can't handle Hillary Clinton killing a little girl and drinking her blood, well... That's okay because we kind of need to carry Florida and Pennsylvania and Michigan and Wisconsin. We gotta, we gotta fix these things. We gotta uh, do this stuff because if we don't do these things, again, Satan wins. That's just it. I mean, this is what's so dumb about the QAnon mythos is that everything is the fate of the world hanging on the edge of a knife. Everything is a battle that we've already won because they, they tell you both things. They, they speak out of both sides of their mouth. They tell you that they've already won. And then they tell you that, oh, yeah, by the way, also, uh, we haven't already won. That um, the thing, things are perilous. That the obvious victory that we've achieved ages ago is, in fact, not an obvious victory. And we still have a lot of work to do. And if we don't get it done, then everyone dies. And that's... The real that's the dichotomy of QAnon, and it's what makes it exciting for the people that are into it, that believe. They have they get to do both things. They get to um, believe that they're going to win, or they have won, but they also get to be involved in a fight. It's like watching a football game, and you just know your team is going to win no matter what, but. They fall behind by 10 early on, and you get nervous, and you get worried. Then they start rallying back, and you get excited again. And at the end, they pull it out, and it's really thrilling and, ex and exhilarating and delightful and all that good stuff. 
The only problem for them is that you got to actually play the football game, and the football game is on November 3rd, and it could turn out that you just outright lose it, and then the narrative changes. So, I mean, it's really, it's really bizarre. It's really, really, really bizarre that so many of them are fine with nothing happening until after the election. I, so I tweeted out that thing where uh, Michael Flynn will be freed in March of 2021. We're not even worried about getting him to speak his mind freely before the election. He His uh, gag order, which is the most ridiculously incoherent bit of the QAnon narrative, will be upheld until a couple months into Trump's second term, and then he'll speak, and then we can start killing the liberals. It's it's really it's really bizarre. I mean, you would think that we would have gotten to doing this a little while earlier, a little sooner. You'd be wrong. Now, I want to do a little pivot here from Q fucking this up and leaving the election in the lurch to um, Q came out originally on the coronavirus COVID as being a Chi-Com bioweapon. And he was obvious about it. He made this very easy. He even stated it as the China virus. And he went into the whole Wuhan Institute of Virology, uh, just all of it, just really making it clear that this was a bioweapon by the Chinese to um, sway the election. That this was done to, because China preferred Biden to be president. And this was done so that Biden would not have to make public appearances. This was done so that Biden would not have to debate. This was done so that uh, vote by mail would happen. This was all of these things. This was, this was a Chinese, this was a foreign power attack on America to swing the election in Biden's favor, and again, Chinese bioweapon. That's the point of all this. The Wuhan lab. This is what they did to us. But now, the problem for Q is that his audience, his fan base, don't like masks. They don't want to believe in the virus. When Q came out and said that this was a uh, Chi-Com weapon against us, that was, in a way, kind of uh, going against the grain because so many people had come up with ideas, concepts, such as, like, um, oh, it's a white hat operation to arrest Tom Hanks and Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah Winfrey and all the other bad Hollywood people. Or that it was 5G or any of innumerate other thoughts. Q was actually kind of straying from mainstream QAnon orthodoxy when he made this announcement. And the thing is, is that Q did not make his Q drop about um, coronavirus until March uh, 23rd of 2020. So the coronavirus had been going on for months up to that point, and he had yet to explain what was happening 
with COVID and what was causing COVID. So you had this very, uh, you had this long window of time from uh, January and February as the virus was picking up speed, as it started hitting America, as the first few cases starting being detected and so on and so forth. You, you had a long window where you would think that the leader of QAnon, the super secret spy with top secret insider intel at the right hand of Donald Trump himself would um, be telling us what's going on. Trump told Bob Woodward how dangerous COVID was, how devastating it was, how it was worse than a strenuous flu, how it could do a ton of damage to you. And for some reason, Q didn't relay that information to us direct from Trump. And we know Trump said that in real time before March 23rd, because Woodward had him on tape in February saying these things. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So, you have this information. From Q, bioweapon, shycoms, throwing the election to Biden. But then Q can't help himself because, again, his audience doesn't want to deal with COVID. They don't want to wear masks. They don't want to be locked down. They don't want to do any of these things. It makes them angry. It upsets them. And they always fight and resist and uh, do what they can to not have to acknowledge that COVID is what it is. And Q sees this. And this is the thing, is that Q can't control these people. Q can't uh, make these people listen. All Q can do is confirm biases. All Q can do is make people happy. That's his job. He's a cheerleader. He's a uh, life coach. He's just here to make people uh, joyful and happy and angry at the people they hate and happy at the people they love. He's just here for affirmations. He's just here to tell you that you're smart enough, you're good enough, and gosh darn it, you you deserve it. You can do it. You're you're a winner. He's he's just. Uh, a life coach who doesn't even doesn't offer you any actual advice, never gives you a kick in the butt. He's just here to placate you and humor you and tell you that everything's going to just work out ducky. And so Q sees that QAnon is 
not happy. So Q gets in on the anti-mask agenda. In May 2020, he posts a Q drop showing that uh, the media did not have masks on on May 6th. And then on May 8th, they did have masks on. And he says, uh, reconcile, pan, brackets around, dem, ick. And... And then he proceeds to go on a much uh, an aggressive anti-masking campaign where he shows the media not wearing masks while the cameras are off. Then they put their masks on for the press conference. Uh, photos of Trump and the, a general who's speaking not wearing masks and Fauci and the other health administrators wearing masks. All of this kind of stuff. Just all of these things where um, he pushes this aggressive anti-mask agenda that masks are bullshit that this is again the dem panic that the lockdowns were designed to um help biden by making you fearful making you scared making you think trump doesn't know what he's doing getting you motivated to go that way instead of the right way which is voting trump and keeping america great and blah 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 and this was this is what he did. And this is a totally incoherent pivot. Because if Q was intellectually honest and consistent in what he believed in and what he was saying, Q would have said, wear the masks, socially distance, beat the Chicom bioweapon, get COVID out of the system, just uh, flatten the curve, lower the spread. Let's beat the Chinese who tried to do this to us. Let's make them lose. Let's take this virus that is not incredibly fatal. It has a very low uh, fatality rate overall. And let's, um, let's beat it. Let's win. Let's uh, st- stop the spread, slow the contagion. And just tamp it down. And then we can go back to our lives and we can show the Shycoms that America means business. That we're this smart, uh, smart people who can do the right thing. We can wear masks in solidarity with, with each other, in brotherhood with each other. That we are going to fight the good fight against this foreign intrusion into our country that we are going to defeat them and we will get back to business as usual and then by the fall when covid's but a distant memory we will re-elect donald trump in a landslide and that would have been the intellectually consistent approach but that's not what QAnon wanted QAnon wanted the virus to be bullshit QAnon wanted the masks to be bullshit. QAnon wanted social distancing to be bullshit. QAnon wanted ev- all of this crap to not be real. They wanted all of this to be just George Soros-funded propaganda nonsense. And Q is a follower. Q is not a leader. Q has to do what they tell him to do, or they'll just go off on their own and ignore him. So Q has to be like, yeah, masks are bullshit. Don't fucking listen to the media. The vaccine is death. And he has to do it. He's, he is just the monkey that dances for the crowd to throw tips in his handler's jar. That's it. He does what 
the rank and file of QAnon and the grifters say. And none of the grifters, I mean, all the grifters spent months and months. And they're still doing it even now. Every last one of them talk about how how much they hate masks. How they would rather slice their dick off than fucking wear a mask. They would rather do anything than wear a mask. They would throw their firstborn into a wood chipper rather than wear a mask. They will never surrender to the oppression and the cruel tyranny of masks in comparison to just, I don't know, listening to Q when he said it was a fucking bioweapon from the Shycoms designed to throw the goddamn election. But they didn't care. They don't care what Q says if it inconveniences them. If it makes them unhappy, then Q can go fuck himself. So that's what you end up getting is this. This shit where we have this crazy anti-mask lunatic group of people in our country and their alleged leader is like, yeah, you guys are right. Because <clears throat> like, Q has learned his lesson that he can't push back. When Q pushed back on JFK Jr. being dead, of all the dumb bullshit in the world, he got slapped. And it is still a thing that is a divisive part of QAnon is JFK Jr. trutherism, which is incredibly hilarious. But that just goes to show you how little pull Q actually has in the community. He can't get everyone to agree that JFK Jr. is dead because... They want to believe, and that's the whole point of QAnon, is enjoying the fantasy. If you want to believe in it, fuck it. Believe in it. Who cares? <clears throat> so, um, it's time for some questions. Uh, Daphne Marks says, do you, I need to know more about the Q phenomenon, or can I safely continue ignoring it? And the answer to that is, probably you need to know more, because it's terrible, and it's not going away, and it's bad. So read my timeline. Listen to my podcasts, uh, lose your faith in your fellow man, and uh, have, have an even dimmer view of morality and humanity, because that's how we are. Um, so, uh, Mr. Wolf uh, yells at me, and uh, L yells at Mr. Wolf. Uh, Mr. Wolf just says, you spend a lot of time trying to discredit a LARP. And with a uh, how strange emoji, which uh, or GIF, and uh, people discredit Flat Earth all the time. There are channels entirely designed to debunking Flat Earth. There are channels de uh, designed to debunk moon landing denialists. There are channels devoted to debunking anti-vax. Fighting misinformation is part of life. And QAnon's the misinformation that I fight because QAnon's bullshit. So uh, go fuck yourself, Mr. Wolf. And uh, if you hear this, uh, hey, you're part of the problem. Uh, let's see. I'm just getting a lot of arguments. Uh, uh, Mr. Martin says, do you think there's any validity to this article about a password analysis who claims the Q drops are just random typings? Uh, no, I do not agree with that at all. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's this really awesome, uh, Twitter, th uh, uh, poster who just, uh, came on the scene that talks about the origins of QAnon and, uh, they, um, are doing just God's work and, uh, you need to follow them immediately. Um, the Q origins project, um, and they're showing exactly how Q got started, how it got moving. Um, 
And I just think that that's, um, it's very interesting, the nature of the uh, start of the drops and how the person who was Q at the beginning did what they were doing and how they were obviously of the culture of 4chan. And that's why they were able to be accepted into the community as uh, a prophet because they spoke the language. They spoke the language of Q anon. Well, well, they spoke the language of 4chan, which became the language of QAnon, because they were telling those people what they wanted to hear. And that was the whole point, which is what makes it really hilarious when you read the uh, mythos of QAnon now, where uh, they will talk about 4chan full of hyper-cynical Anons saw Q's crazy ramblings and they strove to debunk him. But they found they could not. His truth was so powerful, they had no choice but to believe him. Which is the biggest horseshit in the history of the world. Because again, Hillary's passport wasn't flagged. The National Guard was not called up to quell Soros-funded riots. Hillary was not detained by law enforcement and then released for no fucking reason. Q was just lying his ass off from the jump. Finally, uh, a, uh, ASI Millard uh, asks me, uh, what do you think the Q narrative will be in the days directly leading up to the election? Uh, what will the Q grifters be doing the night of? Uh, leading up to the election, uh, pants on fire bullshit, screaming at people to vote, uh, fate of the world hangs in the balance. If you don't vote, if you don't clap hard enough, Tinkerbell dies, all that kind of shit. Just, just angry, 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 ragey, ragey, ragey. Uh, the Q grifters will be predicting 50-state landslide, and then as Biden starts winning states, they will uh, revise their uh, predictions to a Trump victory. And then when that doesn't happen, oh boy, does everything go crazy. Going to be a lot of fun November 3rd. Because again, that's, this, is, this is where reality hits someone in the face might hit me in the face. I might find out we live in a fascist dictatorship. I might find out that Donald Trump is popular enough to actually win the election fair and square, which would be terrifying. But, uh, and I might also see that Joe Biden won. And then QAnon is going to have to ask a lot of questions about themselves. And that's going to be really fun. And finally, the real reason why I did this podcast. Thank you, AIS Millard, for this question. Off topic. What are your thoughts on the game among us? Among Us is fucking incredible. Oh, it's so good. If you are not playing this game, you need to start playing it now. It is so fun. It's a hidden information game. So it's much alike along the lines of Town of Salem or Secret Hitler, which I have endlessly talked about previously. And uh, what Among Us is, is you are in a uh, on a spaceship. It's Secret Hitler in space. You are on a spaceship. And I play the game where there are 10 members of the crew and there are two imposters. And the, the eight crew members have to complete their tasks. If every crew member completes all their tasks, they would just win the game immediately. The two imposters go around killing people. And the imposters can do, they can warp through uh, special zones called vents in the rooms. They can, do, they can do those things. They can kill people. But you can see an imposter killing someone and then you can call them out. You could hold a team meeting and then throw somebody out an airlock. And if you throw an imposter out an airlock, you're down to one imposter. You throw the other one imposter out the airlock, you win the game. And also the imposters can sabotage important uh, uh, systems on the spaceship. And if they're not fixed in time, the imposters win. 
so the game is very balanced. The imposters can win. The crew can win. It's and the the game plays very fast. It's usually over in five to ten minutes. It's incredibly fun. It's incredibly exciting. It's very suspenseful if you're a crew person because you never know if another crew person walking by you is just going to kill you for no reason. Um, when you're the imposter, it's incredibly suspenseful because you're just hoping that you can get someone alone in a room and kill them and that no one will see it and that when you use the vents, no one will notice it. So the the tension in the game is incredibly high the whole time. And it's uh, it's it's awesome. It is such a fun game. And again, because it's very quick, you're just in and out and done and you're ready to play another game very, right afterwards. So, uh, play among us, uh, when, whenever I actually get some free time, uh, I'm going to beg, uh, anyone who's donated to my Patreon to, uh, have a game night with me. I know that's a higher tier level, but, uh, I might make an exception because one, because among us is very fast. So I'm not giving away a night, a night with poker as it were. You're just getting five minutes with me as it were. So, uh, yes, but that game is great. So I'm a huge fan of it and I'm glad I discovered it. So uh, that will wrap up ye old solo podcast for this weekend. I have just been working my buns off and I am permanently in a state of exhaustion. It sucks. So uh, I am going to probably uh, take time off until Tuesday night to do the three man with the Sergeant L. And so I will catch all you. Oh, no, it's going to be Wednesday because we're going to be post debate. We're going to be recording after the debate so we can get deal with all the fallout from that. So, yeah. So Wednesday will be the next podcast. The three man the early Q drops going to be really exciting because, again, that Origins of Q uh, Twitter feed has been giving me a lot of information and a lot of insight and stuff. So I'm going to have more things to throw out there um, with uh, those with the boys when we're talking and uh, we'll get to talk about Trump uh, shitting himself on national television yet again, which is going to be awesome. So uh, can't wait for that. I will talk to you all then. Have a good one. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.